Welcome to the Truth Hurts Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Leslie, and today joining us will be our first uh, guest host ever on the show, and I'd like to welcome Ben Lash. Uh, ben, any um, opening remarks you have? Um, I'm excited to co-host with the Hall of Famer, Bryce Leslie. <laughs> so, um, the reason why we brought Ben on today is to talk about how the Redskins are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I don't think so, <laughs> Bryce. It's going to be a long, long way to go. As the 76ers said, trust the process. Trust the process. I like that. So, um, actually, the reason why Ben is on today is we're going to be talking about NFL team-by-team preview. Um, if you do follow our Twitter, we've been going team-by-team, talking about each team's X-factors and talking about what's going to bring them, and we ranked each team 32-1. to 1. So, today, how we're going to start it... Um, is we're going to go division by division, and we're going to talk about each team, a little bit of preview, what they have going, um, and we're going to talk about the records and our predictions in the playoffs and how the season's going to end up. So I'd like to start off with the NFC West, only because the first team I have on here, um, first overall pick, Kyler Murray. So their offense this year is going to look like Kyler Murray, David Johnson. Uh, they got Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk on the outside. Their O-line's mediocre. Defense, they have Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones, Hicks, and DJ Swearinger. So, Ben, what do you think about the Arizona Cardinals this year? Um, so, this is a team that is, like I said, trust the process. So, this is a team that's going to take a few years to kind of rejuvenate and mm-hmm. make them in the contenders. But this year, I say 4-12 and 12 because if I just don't see Kyler Murray – Bringing uh, a uh, a lot of fire. Or I see him not just doing, bringing it this year. Bringing it as bringing it as much. So in a division with great defenses like the like, Seahawks like and the Rams. Not, and, yes. So. Um, and new coach Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to bring a college offense into a pro environment. I don't know if that's going to work out well. No, I, I have them as 4-12 and 12 also. They're going to get a high pick next year. And, you know, teams have to go through it. Um, like the Astros in baseball had the number one pick every year. And now they're world champs fighting for another one this year. 76ers, one of the worst teams in basketball. And now they're one of the best teams in the East. So this could be the Cardinals. Um, I'm not buying it yet, but... It's it's a process. Yeah, like I said, Colin Murray is not going to be that that savior that yeah. brings them to 10 and 6 right away. Yeah, I agree. So um, next we have the San Francisco 49ers. A little roster outlook. We have Jimmy G. They picked up Kevin Tevin Coleman this offseason. They get McKinnon back healthy. Matt Brieta. On the outside, they got George Kittle, a top three tight end, uh, proven from last year. Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin. Um, their O-line's mediocre as well, and they picked up D4 this offseason and put Nick Bosa across from him. They got DeForest Buckner, Quan Alexander signs, and Richard Sermon back another year. So I see this team as 7-9, but it all is going to depend on Jimmy Garoppolo, how he comes back from his injury last year. George Kittle, I think, is going to be a star, and, and also Dante Pettis. 
being a compliment to Kittle as a possible breakout year too. Breakout, yeah. Or a breakout, so. I see Dante Pettis really coming into light this year. Coming out of Washington, I really like his speed, what he can do in the special teams. Um, and you got to think, Kittle put up these numbers last year without Jimmy G throwing to him. Yes, so uh, um, be... Jimmy G is my predicted comeback player of the year next year. Um, I do like their defense getting D Ford, best pass rusher on the Chiefs last year. They got Nick Bosa, who that's who they wanted all along. They are pumped that the Cardinals took Murray one because they wanted Bosa. Um, I still don't think that's enough. I like Tevin Coleman, too, of course, being a Falcons fan. I'm going to miss him. He's good. They have one of the best offensive masterminds in the game, Kyle Shanahan. Um, uh, and on a side note, of Bosa is the injury part yep. of it. Sat out all last season. Um, you don't want to wish any injuries. We all don't want to, but um, the, the track we're record going into isn't well. I also have them at 7-9, and nine too, so we're 2-2 two for two matching each other up so far. Oh all right, so next we're looking at the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. We got Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. They got one of the best wide receiver trios in the game. Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup back. Um, the early linemen, they lost Roger Saffold, so it's a little inexperienced. Their defense loaded. Aaron Donald, even with, without Sue back, they got Dante Fowler back in the line. They signed Clay Matthews, Marcus Peters, and they signed Eric Weddle. Then they have Tlaib on the other side of Peters. Uh, I see this team being 13-3 and contenders for the Super Bowl this year, I think. The only maybe downside is Gurley with his possible arthritis. Is that going to slow him down? But yeah. I think. But like I said, this team has loaded offensively with Cooks and uh, Woods. Jared Goff might not be. He's serviceable. Yeah, he's, he, he was going to get you to the playoffs and he's going to get you possibly to a Super Bowl. Again, yeah. They have a great and, coach. And the number one player in the NFL. Yep. Aaron in Donald. the top 100 this year, Aaron Donald. So whenever you have that on your team, that's that's a recipe for a possible Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think their ceiling definitely this year is like 13-3, 14-2. Um, I just think the NFC is so competitive this year where they're still going to be a top team. And the top team for me this year is around 12-4, and 11-5 range. So that's where I have them this year. And I do have them at 11-5. That's just because I think they're going to take Gurley easy going forward. They're going to put guys like Daryl Henderson, new draft pick out there, Malcolm Brown. Yes. Um, so I think they'll be happy with 11-5. I think that could potentially get them a bye or a three seed. Um, this team's going to be fighting for the Super Bowl. So... Um, um, a lot to be excited about for the Rams this year. Another good year yeah. coming up. All right, so the last team in the NFC West um, is Seattle Seahawks. We have Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, and Penny. Um, Carson probably taking more touches this year again. Um, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and their third wide receiver is Keenan Reynolds because Doug Baldwin retired, unfortunately, due to injury. Um, their line is a working progress. Um, it's gotten better. They've turned more into a rushing offense lately. Oh, they drafted LJ Collier after getting rid of Frank Clark. They have Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright, great uh, linebacker duo, and then they have Shaquille Griffin on the outside. Uh, I see this team fighting for a wild card, ten and six, but not much else. They just don't have the firepower to 
compete with teams like the Rams, the Saints, and probably the Bears. But I see this team being solid. Russell Wilson as a top 10 quarterback. And obviously Bobby Wagner, one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah, I have them at eight and eight. Is they're they're kind of a coin toss every year. They're gonna be always be good, but not good enough. Mm-hmm. They're, they have one of the top fan bases in the league, but they don't have the Legion of Boom anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, that air is gone. They're starting to replace. Um, I don't like their weapons around Wilson. I do like Carson. Um, the only reason why I do have them at eight and eight is because of Russell Wilson. So. Um, I think they're going to be shaky. They're going to win games that people think they won't. They're going to lose games where people think they shouldn't either. So um, they're going to be up and down. Um, so, yeah, we'll go through all the divisions at the end. So, like, uh, go through rings. But So we have the Rams on top. We have the Seahawks in second, 49ers in third, and the Cardinals in fourth. All right. So we got the NFC North. So first start with the Chicago Bears. You got Mitch Trubisky. Improved a lot last year. Um, three Cohen, and they also dropped David Montgomery after getting rid of Jordan Howard. Um, wide receiver crew, uh, core, nothing really stands out, but they do have Allen Robinson, who was a 1,400-yard receiver a few years ago. Trey Burton, one of the sneakier tight ends. Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller. O-line is solid, and their defense is what really makes this team. Um, writing down about the Bears' defense, I just was running out of room on the paper. Um, honestly, Kakeem Hicks, Cleo Mack, Roquan Smith, Leonard Floyd, Kyler Fuller, HaHa Clinton-Dix, and Eddie Jackson. And that's leaving out some players, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you said, the Bear, this defense is loaded with Cleo Mack, obviously, being the star. Eddie Jackson being one of the guys that quietly is great at uh, – Intercepting passes, I, I don't think a lot of people realize. And Kyle Fuller. Fuller, Fuller. was up there, too. Um, and they also have Akeem Hicks. Like, Mac um, on Oakland was easy to get double, triple team, but when you have someone like Akeem Hicks on the line next to Mac, teams have to pay attention to him, too. Yes. So, so um, what, what's the record you have for the Bears this year? I see this team being 11-5. Possibly, uh, probably being a three seed in the NFC mm-hmm. right now. So, my Bears record when I made it, I don't really don't know how the NFC um, North is going to go this year because Aaron Rodgers was dealing with injuries all last year. They have a new coach; they're going to be really good. The Vikings, like, I still love the Vikings. Like, I still have a thing for the Vikings, even though they had a bad year. Like, they were in the NFC Championship two years ago. Um, so I have the Bears at nine and seven right now, and I don't think it's a bad take. Um, of course, like their defense is amazing. I just don't like Mitch Trubisky too much, but I hope he proves me wrong. I mean, you do have a point where Trubisky he needs to elevate his game this year. I do like Matt Nagy as their coach, though. Um, but yeah, there's like I said, there's so many good teams in the NFC where. I have a lot of teams going up in power where I had to drop one team, and yeah. for me it was the Bears. Um, but it could be totally wrong. Like, I'm not paid to do this, so <laughs> that's why you play the games. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to go to Detroit Lions. Um, 
the quarterback of mediocrity his whole career, Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah, Curryon Johnson turned into run-heavy offense. Really broke out last year. Another breakout player from last year, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr. Got TJ Hawkinson in the first. They signed Danny Amendola. Um, their O-line's a work in progress. They got Damon Harrison from um, the Giants last year. They signed Trey Flowers to a huge deal, and they still have one of the best corners in the game with Darius Slay. So what do you think about the Lions? Um, this team, to me, doesn't strike me as a playoff team right now, but, I mean, they could maybe surprise me, or they could possibly mm-hmm. be surprised, but right now they're 6-10 in my eyes because... Like you said, Matthew Stafford's just, he's been mediocre. He's not been, yes, he puts up a lot of stats, a lot of passing yards. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, other than Morgan Jones and he has Kenny Galladay, he doesn't have, I don't think he has enough weapons. To yeah, they got rid of Golden Tate last yes. year to Philly. Um, I have them at 5-11. and 11. Um, And part of that's not because I don't think, their team, based on the league, should be a 5-11 team. I think it's based on they have to play the Packers, Vikings, and um, Bears six of their 16 so games. So that's possibly... I think they get 1-5 if lucky yeah, in that. That's a possible 1-5, maybe 0-6. Yeah. And then that doesn't play into other good teams in the NFC. And I don't even know what AFC team they're playing. AFC like conference uh, division they're playing this year, but they West Chargers Chiefs yeah Raiders are gonna be a little bit better, but I think the Raiders have a better roster than the Lions, um and then the Broncos you can't count them out so that yeah. they could go one and three two and two or zero and four in that so yeah I can't see them being. Four and twelve, five and eleven. That should be the expectation for the Lions this year. Mm-hmm. Um, next, going to Green Bay Packers, a team where every year they're talked about so highly. They're always talked about as one of the Super Bowl contend- contenders, and then something seems to happen every year. Last year was Rodgers was nicked up a little bit. The year before was Rodgers getting hurt. Um, you know, I think it was time to move on from McCarthy. I do like Lafleur as a coach. Uh, he used to be in Atlanta with Ryan. Did really well with him when Shanahan was there. Um, they seem to have a great relationship. Um, the ball's going to be in Aaron Jones' hands now. They have Devontae Adams, Jimmy Graham, Geronimo Allison, and Valdez Scantling coming in light. Their O-line's one of the best in the league. Um, and now defense, love their move this offseason. They signed Preston Smith. They signed Zadarius Smith. Um, they got Adrian Amos, and they drafted um, – I forget who they drafted that dude from Maryland, Darnell Savage, and they drafted another guy too. Uh, no, that was the Steelers. Um, it'll come back to me, but yeah, and they also have Kenny Clark, who's one of the best, and Jair Alexander. So, um, yeah, look that up for me real quick. Yeah, but just while you do that, um, I'm gonna go. I'm, I have the Packers at ten and six this year. Um, I love Devontae Adams, one of the best players right now. Um, one of the best wide receivers in the game. Their defense has improved, so that's where I have them at right now. And before we go on to the next team, let's just clarify who the Packers got. 
And uh, they had two first round picks. Yes. So while he's doing that, uh, things to look forward to next on our Twitter Saturday, page. The Green Bay oh. Packers signed, uh, drafted uh, Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary, there you go. Uh, outside linebacker, Michigan, with the 12th overall pick. There you go, and that's another piece they're going to be adding in with both Smiths that they drive, that they signed this offseason. So, um, what's your thoughts on the Packers? Um, it's going to depend on Aaron Rodgers, how healthy he is. Devontae Adams. Definitely a key piece. Aaron Jones, definitely. Defense is improving. You got... I don't think this is a real threat to be a con- huge contender just because I don't think they have the uh, firepower that they once had. You lose Randall Cobb to Dallas. Clay Matthews is gone. So mm-hmm. that's two key pieces from... Yep, a lot of their, a lot of their core is gone from the past, and Jimmy Graham's never been that Jimmy Graham he was for the Saints yeah. either. Um, he will be good in the red zone for him, but I think anyone around Aaron Rodgers is better than they will with any other quarterback. Yes. But um, it is a first year head coach ever. Um, obviously, McVay made it look pretty good, but. Um, I have yeah, I have my ten and six right now. I th- I think that's safe. Um, but I could go in either direction. There I were, have this team at seven and nine. Seven and nine. Honestly, I don't. I don't see. I mean, Rogers is gonna have to have a really really good year to get this mm-hmm. team to contention. I don't see the. I don't see the um the. Uh, I don't see the success. Yeah. That they had once. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's just like 10 and 6 and 7 and 9. The only difference between that is I feel like there's like games in the final two minutes type yeah. things. Like, you lose they obviously could be 10 and 6, yes. but they haven't showed it in the past. Like, there's people out there saying they're going to be a 12 and 14 yes. in the Super Bowl. I was pretty generous, I thought, with a 10 and 6. Yeah. So I thought you were too. Um, but I'm I'm exci- I mean I'm excited. To, like I always like watching Rodgers, so I'm I'm rooting for him. I but I like Rodgers too. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. All right. So next we're going to the final team in the um into the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings, a team that I think is gonna have a really good bounce back year. Yeah, Kirk Cousins second year in the offense. Um, Dalvin Cook injury problems last year. I think he's come back strong like his rookie year. Even though it was cut short again, so hopefully no injuries happen. Um, they are going to be a little more run heavier, but they also have a great duo of Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, and they have Kyle Rudolph. They also drafted Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama. Um, their line's a little inconsistent, a couple holes. Defense is what I love. Um, Daniil Hunter, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes um, needed a, needs a back, bounce back here. Um, what do you think about them? Uh, Minnesota, it's going to depend on Kirk Cousins. And really the defense last year kind of... Let, let them down. Yes. They were um, the ones that carried them because Case Keenum was their quarterback. In 2017, before. and really, if you think about it, Case Keenum isn't the... He's not... He wasn't the... He's not a top-half QB. Yeah, so... 
defense really going to have to show a lot this year for the Vikings to really take a next step. I think also Cousins has to elevate his game as well. Mm-hmm. More than just the play-action piece. <laughs> he has to come out and slam. I mean, he's had a history of problems even in Washington playing, getting that big win in that big game. Yeah. So what do you have the record as this year? I have them at 9-7. and seven. I think they will be contenders, but... I have them at ten and six, so pretty much right there. Um, I really don't know what to expect with the NFC North this year. Honestly, the Bears are. I mean, a lot of people are high on them last year, but let's be real. There was out of the twelve teams in the playoffs last year, six of them didn't make the playoffs the year before that. Yeah. So I just I the Bears are my team this year, where I see them slipping a little bit. Their defense is stellar. Probably the best defense in the league, but uh, I mean, yeah. There's so many good teams on both sides mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, I could see the Bears slipping. I mean, Trubisky. That's the thing. There's a lot of coulds. Like that's my problem with it. Um, so I'm just gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with um, the Vikings and Packers both being uh, ten and six, and the Bears going nine and seven. Which the Lions fall to four and twelve from that because three good teams. <laughs> Um, you're not, you're not far, you're not far off. It's just going to be that it's going to come down to, of course, injuries every year. Yeah. And it's going to come down to who comes up big in the final minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. They're going to be close games. Starts off with the Packers Bears Thursday night. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. That's going to dictate it already. I'm like, who's going to get the first nudge in the standings? Who gets early confidence? All right, so now we're going to your team's division. We're going to the NFC East. All right. So first we're going to look at the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Got a lot of problems right now, don't they? They got three guys to sign. They got Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, um, and Amari Cooper. Um, And their other offense, um, they did get Jason Witten to come out of retirement. They did sign Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup, second-year wide receiver. Mm -hmm. O-line. One of the best in the league. Yes. Got the Marcus Lawrence, Robert Quinn, Sean Lee, Leighton Vanderush, Jalen Smith, Byron Jones. One of the better defenses in the league, I would say. So, what one? What are your thoughts on how this rest of the training camp is going to go? What do you expect from the Ezekiel Elliott? And two, what do you think the record's going to be? Um, I expect Elliott to report. I don't. I don't think they will... He has two years left on his deal, too. It's yeah. not like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, so... I, he loses I so him, much. I expect them to avoid it, or... They already... Cowboys already said they're not giving them a new deal, I don't think. But I I expect them to report it. He's one of the best running backs in the league. And, I do, too. And also, for them... I have them at ten and six this year. I mean, and that's and that's based on the fact that I know maybe Elliott's gonna be there, but if he's not, then that obviously changes the whole complexion of the of this division. That opens the door up for the Eagles. Mhm. I have them at nine and seven this year. Um. I don't think this is a Le'Veon Bell situation at all. Um. Yeah. First off, running backs have a hard time making money, and that's because their lifespan um, historically is not in their favor. 
But um, and he's still on his rookie deal, so it's not like he's making top dollar anyways. Yeah. Um, so he can't afford to let this go into the season because he will get fined a lot of money. Um, Le'Veon Bell took the took um took the problem, but he got a lot of guaranteed money in the process. It's not like Zeke can sit out. And then go to a new team next year. He has to go through it all again. Yeah, because he's got three years left. Um, I do think Jerry Jones is going to take care of his players in the long run. Um, with today's media, I think they kind of stretch the story a little bit. Um, I think it'll be fine in the long run. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be fighting for um, the division, which is always a close between a couple teams every year. It changes, but I think it's going to be the Eagles and Cowboys again this year. Um, and I think they're they're gonna fight for a wild card or the division, and I have them at nine and seven. Yeah. All right, so next we're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles. No more Nick Foles this year, so um, actually, the injury bug has been on their backup QBs lately. <laughs> Nate Sudfield and Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler both got hurt, but yeah. let's hope it doesn't happen to Wentz this year. Yeah, um, I mean, that's gonna be a huge problem. Yeah, not so having that, not having that. Not having Foles. Mm-hmm. It's going to, in the long run, is that going to hurt them? If once goes down, is that going to... Breaking news during our podcast. Uh-oh. Derwin James out for a while. Charger star safety will miss a significant amount of time with foot injury. Oh, Ian no. Rappaport said that. Wow. Feel bad for him and the Chargers. That's that's a huge blow to that defense. Chargers lost Hunter Henry last year. They also lost a couple key pieces on the defense. They seem to be one of those teams every year to have those problems. But, um, but yeah, if we want to talk about the Eagles, um, Carson Wentz, the running backs are Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders they drafted. They then traded for Howard. Zach Ertz, top two tight end in the league. Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson back, and Nelson Aguilar. O-line's one of the best. Defense is really good. They have Malik Jackson, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Nigel Brand, Bradham. Um, Zach Brown from the Redskins went there. Yes. And Malcolm Jenkins being the uh, anchor of the defense. Yeah. What do you have the Eagles at this year? I have them at 10-6, fighting with the Cowboys in the division, I think. If Wentz is healthy this year, I have them. Yes. 12-4. I have them. Yes, if Carson Wentz is healthy, that's... Before he got hurt that one year, him and Matt Ryan were fighting for that MVP that year. Yeah. And... I felt like Carson Wentz could have that year. Oh, no, it was Wentz and Bree. Wentz and someone else. No, Matt Ryan was the year before Wentz got hurt. Yeah. Um, It was the year that, yeah, it was the year they won the Super Bowl that Wentz was fighting for the MVP. Dude was stellar. This year he didn't put up like it was last year, um, but then a, the injury bug hit him again. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be one of the top teams in the East, we both think. Uh, moving forward to the the New York Giants, co-host Dominic Brady's team. So should we take it easy on them or should we let it out nah, on them? Nah, let's let it out. They're the only <laughs> like, like this tr- like this podcast is named, The Truth Hurts. So let's... <laughs> The truth does, he's the creator of the name, so I guess we should let him know the truth does sometimes hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, so QB, I have Eli Manning, but in parentheses, I have Daniel Jones, because I think they have no choice to put Jones in midway through the year. Saquon Barkley, one of the best running backs in the game. 
Wide receiver core, Odell Beckham. Just kidding. He's gone. Yeah. Sterling Shepard, Evan Engram, and Golden Tate will be sitting out four games yes. because he cheated. O-line, it got better. They did trade for um, Zietler for, um, from, the, from the Browns this year. They traded away that defensive end. Olivier Vernon. There you go. Um, defense, they drafted Dexter Lawrence and DeAndre Baker. Um, Alec Ogletree did have five picks for him this year, and they did get Jabril Peppers back in that in the Odell trade too. Um, Giants generously four and twelve. <laughs> I have them at five and eleven, and that's because of one player and that is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I think if uh, I think the that, last quarter of the year, if they're out of it, they're going to sit out Saquon a lot or just give him less touches. Yeah, because why risk it when you can just have an off season with Jones to build up his game, um, try to get more picks, and that Odell trade was going to happen sooner or later. And that yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that trade was they did get Jabril Peppers, but I did not like the Dexter Lawrence pick and pick number seventeen for him. You don't take a three hundred plus pound defensive tackle in the first round. To boost up the run game, especially when they already had some like Damon Harrison there, and you didn't have to trade him. So, yeah. I don't like the Giants. I'm sorry, Dominic. Um, I do like their future. Um, you know, his comeback every time. If you say you don't like the Giants, is I've seen two Super Bowls in my lifetime. This is what needs to happen. I'm not talking about the franchise. Talk about this year. I don't like them. Now we're over to your team, the Washington Redskins. Will they be much better? Um, so they got Case Keenum, but in parentheses I have Dwayne Haskins slash Colt McCoy <laughs> slash Alex Smith if he ever does heal up. That was a nasty injury, though. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, so they have a plethora of quarterbacks, and maybe that because is they all they had to come down to Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson. Josh Josh Johnson last year. Um, I do like the running back core, though. Adrian Peterson back another year. Darius Guy's coming nice. back. Chris Thompson. Uh, P. Ryan's still there, and they also got Bryce Love. Um, but he's not, he's not going to play much this year. Yeah. He's recovering from injury. Yeah. Um, you know, their wide receiving core, Josh Doxson, Paul Richardson, Jordan Reed. Their O-line. Jameson Crowder. He's gone. Crowder. Last night, he's got traded to the Jets. Yeah. He's no longer there. Yeah, really good slot guy in the past. Yeah. Kirk loved him. Um, o line injuries are a problem every yeah. single Last year. Last year for they O-line. had twenty one different starting lineup combinations, so that's always a problem when and you're trying to protect your quarterback. And when their best one of one of two best O linemen is having a problem with a holdout right now, yeah, so that Williams, doesn't yeah. help. So I don't know what they're going to do. The Redskins repeatedly say there's going to be no issue, but he seems determined to win something out of it. Left tackles are hard to come by. Redskins need to find a way to make that dude happy. But at the same time, dude gets injured every year. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you can get a steal for him in a trade, then why not? Um, defense, the Alabama defense, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, um, they also have Ryan Kerrigan, Landon Collins picked up his offseason, yeah. new four-year big deal for him. And then can't count out Josh Norman still in his career. Um, so what do you have them this year? I, I have this team at 6-10. I don't see 
Their defense, a lot of problems. Can't get off the field on third down. And also the and also penalties last year. Seventh in the league. It's this team has a disappointing kind of issue. Do you think it comes from front office management? Do you think there's been a problem with that in the past? Um Yes, I could go on. Like Dan on. Snyder, yeah, Buck Dan Allen. Dan Snyder, he has not made the greatest decisions. You know, Kirk Cousins, I think, probably deserved a deal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I could see why. But Alex Smith, $100 million, you saw how you saw how playing that. I mean, I can't blame him for that because you didn't know he was going to Get hurt. Get injured, so. It wasn't his fault at all. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess. I have them at 5-11 and 11 this year. I have them a step up on the Giants. Um, and that's because I think from around the Southern Maryland area, um, all the non-Redskins fans just seem to, like, bash them, saying, like, they're horrible and stuff. But I still think they always find ways to win a few games. They're, yeah. I see them being 5-11, and 6-10. Um, they were six and three before Alex Smith got hurt. So it's obvious they have good talent. It's all going to come down to matchups for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and having Dallas and Philadelphia in your division, yeah, that's not exactly. I don't think this team has enough firepower offensively to. Yeah, so we can agree. We have two tiers in the division. We have Dallas and Eagles at top, and then we have the Skins and the um and the Giants down I mean, below. The skins are maybe Redskins have a one point five tier one point five. Yeah, giant giants are and I don't put them in the same tier because I think the Redskins have potential. Yeah. It depends on who's their quarterback, Case Keenum. Redskins versus Giants. Now the battle's gonna come down to who's drafted in the drafted nine picks away from each other. Who's gonna be the better quarterback in the future, Dwayne Haskins or Daniel Jones? So that's gonna be the big Giants versus Redskins duel now. Yeah. Because, um, let's be honest, you can't win without a good quarterback. No. Um, I like Haskins better right now, but Daniel Jones did have a good first showing, so he could prove people wrong. But he also played a second-team Jets defense. Yes. People don't remember that. All right, now we're going to go to the last team in the NFC. We're going to talk about the NFC South. My division. Yeah. So first, talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians coming out of retirement to be the coach. Got Jameis Winston at QB. Um, Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones the second um, as a running back. Wide receiver. Yeah, they got Evans, OJ Howard, Chris Goblin. Um, O line really shaky. They did pick up Nick Domkinsu and they drafted Devin White. That's about it on that defense. Yeah. I have them at five and eleven. Um, could see four and twelve too, just because there's three strong teams in the South. I actually have them at six and ten, but it could go either way. Yeah, like and one of the worst defenses in the league last year, but and they lost Quan Alexander in the process yeah. too. And Gerald McCoy. Yeah, McCoy's on the Panthers now. Yeah, so, so that's not that's not gonna be recipe for success for. Them defensively, and I do like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I guess, as a wide receiver 
I think that makes Winston look pretty better. Like, look makes him look better. And OJ Howard's a good tight end. Like he's gonna grow mm-hmm. if he can stay on the field. But um, and yeah, I, I don't see Jameis Winston. I don't think Jameis Winston is a franchise quarterback. He has too many turnover issues. The hype that Winston and Mariota got coming out of that draft was crazy, and they both haven't really lived no, it up yet. Then no, um, Jameis Winston, like five of his six years as a NFL quarterback, he's done more than he's done ten plus interceptions five, in five of those years. So. And that will win. That will win a ball. That will win games for you. No. So now we're going to my team. Atlanta. Take it easy on me. Um, so we got Matt Ryan. I actually have great things to say about I like to hear that. Um, we got Matt Ryan, got Devonta Freeman, now being the full work, workhorse uh, running back. Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu, Calvin Ridley, Austin Hooper targets for him. O-line improved, two first-round picks for them. Defense, Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, and Devonta Casey. Um, the only thing that stepped in front of them last year my opinion was injuries. Yeah. They went seven nine last year with two Pro Bowl defenders out, a pro the Pro Bowl running back out, and um two offensive line starters. So this is this this team is my opinion gonna be a comeback team of the year. This team has two one of the best receivers in Julio Jones, Sanu and Matt Ryan, obviously top time quarterback. Devontae Casey being a star last year. Yeah, tied with Fuller. And uh, I think maybe Jackson, maybe. Yeah. Interception. Yeah. For, what was it, like seven last year or something like that. So he was a complete ball hawk. And the funny thing is Casey wasn't even the starter last year. Yeah, Ricardo Allen was our our free Mm -hmm. safety. And Kiet, they both, so week one, Thursday night football, both Deion Jones and Keanu Neal got hurt. And that's when the whole season kind of, like, already started as, like, went to crumbles. But Casey was a bright spot. Now he's going to be the nickel corner for the team now that Ricardo Allen's back. So now you get three really good safeties in there. And you, so. you didn't say anything about Vic Beasley, I don't think. Vic Beasley was the sack leader in, in the year of the Super Bowl run. Yeah, true. Last couple years. Really falling off, you know. He yeah. was he was a cut target this year. If you didn't even know that. Oh yeah. Um, but he's on his fifth year rookie deal. He has looked good in preseason. I mean, he's on my team, so of course I'm rooting for him. I did actually have him on this list, but I took him off for time constraints. Sure. Like I wanted to make sure we could talk about every team. Oh yeah. Um. So I have him at ten and six this year. I think they're gonna make it back in as a wild card this I year. I do too. All right, Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton, after the MVP season, hasn't really brought it back yet. Yeah. Completion rating has always been a problem for him. Cockiness has never been a problem for him. <laughs> um, you have Christian McCaffrey, running back, one of the best dual threat running backs right now in football. Um, their threats, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, two young guys, Greg Olson coming back for one last year, and they signed Chris Hogan this offseason from the Pats. Um, their O-line, if he yet improves with Paredes as their center, um, Defense, this is the only reason why I think the Panthers have a shot at the playoffs. They got Jared McCoy. They got Bruce Irvin. They stole two really good top seven players from two division rivals. And that doesn't add already having Dontari Don, Don Poe, 
Quan Short, Brian Burns drafted, and then one of the best middle linebackers in the game, Luke Keekley. Yeah. Um, and side note, they did lose Thomas Davis to the Chargers. Yeah, Thomas Davis. They did move on from him, but I think Brian Burns is going to be his replacement, being the rookie. That's you know, he was drafted 16th. That's the player that I wanted the Falcons to get at 14. But And they went Chris Lindstrom, which I love, too. The Redskins were actually looking at Brian Burns as well. And they ended up getting Montez Sweat in yeah, the process anyway. So it ended up working out. Yeah. Um, they could they went in both directions by getting another pass rusher across from um, Kerrigan yeah. along with it. Um, oh, and they also have Eric Reed, who had a really good year. Um coming back from all the drama with the whole Kaepernick and situation. We won't go into that yeah, because we won't go much into that. um but yeah I have them at um I have two for them. I have seven and nine or eight and eight for them this year. I have this team at nine and seven I think this team look this team was six and two last year, so it's not like this team was all that bad. And they added more. Uh huh. And it just fell apart at the end of the season. Going one and seven in the last eight games. The defense isn't the question. My question is, is Cam Newton really gonna bring it? Sure. I don't know if he's motivated or not. I don't know what his like what his intentions are. And, you know, he won the MVP, he made it to the Super Bowl. Ever since they've always been they've always been kind of like the Packers, you know, they've always been good, but not like good enough. Good, yeah. Um, teams like the Packers and the Seahawks, teams like that. Yeah, I think they're like in the past couple of years. Not to take away Wilson's um, ring away from him, but yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, you look at the Panthers; they're right around. They could be good, and they look good. Yeah. So. so now we'll go into the hot topic in the NFC South. We'll go into the New Orleans Saints. Um, they were a missed call away from making the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did have an OT chance still, and they could not put it away. Um, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. Um, with Mark Ingram gone, they did bring Latavius Murray, but I think he's going to get more touches yeah. Um, Michael Thomas, New Deal, one of the better wide receivers in the game. They got Jared Cook, who was one of the top tight ends numbers wise last year, and they also have Ted Ginn Jr. Um, their O line is younger because Max Unger retired, but they did get Eric McCoy in the draft from A and M. Um, defense: Cameron Jordan, Demario Davis, Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore. I have them at 11 and 5. As much as I hate to say it, I think they're just one little step up on the Falcons right now. Um, I have this team at 12 and 4, and the only reason I say that is because of the comeback of the Falcons. I think they're going, the Falcons are going to take one game. Yeah, I think they'll split. They split every year except last year. Pretty much split every mm-hmm. year. Deion Jones is a Saints killer. He's back. Yep, so. And also, and there's also watch out for a possible game at the end of the season. Saints could drop by resting the players. You saw last year, week 17, dropped a game against Carolina. Yeah, that's another good point. Um, so, 
Watch out for yeah, that. Yeah, well, look out for it because they play Week 17 again this year. Mm-hmm. Panthers, that'll probably be a must-win for them. The Saints probably won't need it. They'll be good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the only reason why I say 12 with 4. NFC South, kind of like the NFC North, they have three teams that are playoff worthy. Yeah. Um, I would say the NFC West and the NFC East have two teams. Well, the 49ers could be. I don't know how they're going to look this year yet, so I'll say two and a half for them, but I think two teams in the NFC East. So, I don't know. The Redskins could be playing. They could. They could. They could. There's, there's a lot of teams in the NFC that are up in the air right now. Just yeah. Like you said, the 49ers. It's going to depend on their offer And yeah. schedule. you got to look at strength of schedule going in. and Injuries, like I said. I can't stress. NFL is a dangerous game. Yeah. It comes down to injuries every single year. Like Atlanta last year. Yeah. yeah. People at Atlanta written off as... Um, you know, they lost, uh, they lost to Philly in a nail-biter, and Philly ended up... Atlanta was Philly's closest game in their Super Bowl run. Yeah. And they lost based off three horrible calls in the, in the, at the goal line. Yeah. Um, so people had them written off and making the Super Bowl last year, and then they go 7-9, and now people forget about them. That's my thing that I think is funny about football fans. There's a lot of football fans that don't really know much is... They're so focused on what happened last year. Yeah. That they don't play in the factors what happened outside. What? Yeah. I have, a, I have a few teams like that. I have the Falcons, the Vikings, and I have a team in the AFC like that too. So we'll get into that a little bit. But that is um, – to give a little suspense, we'll talk about um, our 1-6 to six for the NFC right now, and then we'll talk about the rest of the playoffs later. Yeah. So, I have the Eagles as the one seed. The Rams as the two. Is that who? The Eagles as the one seed. I have the Eagles as the one seed. What, what's different about their Super Bowl team? What's, what's different about their Super Bowl lineup? Wow. That's crazy. What's different about their Super Bowl team? Nothing really. But... They have a great defense. Fletcher Cox, Malcolm Jenkins. That's only a couple. Carson if Carson Wentz is healthy, yeah. I have them as a top team. I mean, they could. They could. They, I mean, yeah. Two, I have the Rams. Three, the Saints. Four, I have the Packers. Five, Falcons. Vikings, six. I have the Bears and Cowboys just missing out. I have a way different NFC, but I respect. Uh, I could see the Eagles, possibly. But I have the Saints as a one. Rams, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have the Rams as one. Saints as two. I have the Bears at three. Dallas four. Seattle and then Atlanta. All right. So we'll talk about our matchups in a little bit, but that's what we have for the NFC. Yeah. Looking with the, at with the Eagles, Panthers, and Vikings and Green Bay. Just, just missing out. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to the AFC. We're going to talk about the AFC West first. First, starting out with Denver Broncos. Joe Flacco picked up this offseason. They also drafted Drew Locke in the second round. Philip Lindsay was a bright spot for him, undrafted free agent last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they also got Royce Freeman, who's going to share the touches. Um, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders come back from injury. They have Cortland Sutton, and then they drafted Noah Fant in the first round this year. O-line has potential. They did lose Paredes, but they did get a good replacement for him. Um, defense, 
Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, two great people off the edge. Love the Cream Jackson pickup at cornerback, and then they still have Chris Harris there too. What do you think about this team? The Denver Broncos, for me, it's going to depend on Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. But I don't see this. This team I see as going 8-8 eight and eight just because I don't. Yes, Emmanuel Sanders is number one, Portland Sutton. But other than that, no fan, obviously, brings tight end help. But I don't see Denver being with the Chiefs and Chargers in the AFC West. That's not going to get you very far. Yeah. Um, I have them at six and ten. I think um, they're in a process of a rebuild, like a mini rebuild, like a retool, not like a full rebuild. Yeah, Von Miller obviously. Yeah. Anchors that defense, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, so I have them at six and ten, and that also comes from playing the Chargers and Chiefs. Yeah. Um, four games. So, um, next we'll go into the the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, a team that always seems to be the top every year. They have Phillip Rivers at QB. They have Melvin Gordon. That's a little situation right there, the holdout. Yeah. They have, um, so I penciled in Austin Eckler right now. Um, wide receiver, tight end. They have Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, and Travis Benjamin. Erline solid and their defense. Jerry Bosa, Melvin Ingram. They got Thomas Davis. They have Casey Hayward. Derwin James. Hope he recovers. Yeah. I have my twelve and four right now. What about you? I have them at also twelve and four. Yep. And and this team always seems to lose a game where they probably shouldn't. Last year was week sixteen, I guess, or Ravens mm-hmm. falling apart for some reason. Then they beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I say Chargers twelve and four, and. Really, I, I could see this team being an AFC ch- in the AFC Championship. Yeah. I mean, they have the talent. I um, mean, last year being a five seed to like, hurt them because they had to go, after playing Baltimore, yeah, they, they have to go to New England, England, which is a very tough place to win in the playoffs. If they can find a way to win the division this year, then it makes things easier yeah. for them. So. so. Um, winning the division for the Chargers, I think, is key. I think that should be their focus. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Super Bowl they went 12-4 and four last year, and they were the five seed. Um, and that's without Hunter Henry, who I had was a, as a breakout player last yeah. year. And um, now they have Hunter Henry back. Yeah. Well. So hopefully Derwin James is an out for him. So they're going to be as good as last year, if not better. Yeah. Um, so Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Patrick Mahomes, um, MVP last year. Yeah. Um, running back Damian Williams, the Cream Hunt situation did take into effect to them last year at the end. Um, but Williams is their guy, it sounds like. Um, wide receiver, tight end, they had Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, um, Sammy Watkins, and they drafted Michael uh, Hardman from Georgia. Yeah. Uh, the airline slightly above average. They did lose D4, but they did get Frank Clark and Tyran Matthew this offseason. What do you think about the Chiefs? Uh, I see this team being... A Super Bowl contender again. Mm-hmm. And you have Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill being... Their offense is crazy. Yeah. 
speed. I heard a comment about what Travis Kelsey said. He said speed kills, and yeah. I think that's what's gonna elevate the Chiefs this year. I mean, their wide receiver's nickname is Cheetah for a reason. Yeah, Tyler Kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's a game changer. He. I have them at twelve and four as well with the Chargers. Um, based on time, I uh, I'm just gonna give the Chargers the nod. They're both twelve and four, but you can go either way right now. Um, obviously with the same record, they're both stellar teams. That's the only reason why I have problems with a team like the Raiders, like taking a huge leap from last year. Yeah. Even though their team's better, they still have two elite teams in their division. Yeah. So um, yeah, you have I them. Had the at, Chiefs at thirteen and three. Yeah, yeah, they're being gonna, a one seed. Now after the, after the Super Bowl this past year, the Patriots and Rams. A lot of early predictions were the Chiefs and the Saints. That was a lot of looks at like this year looking in. Um, so it'll be interesting. They obviously have a good coach, Andy Reid. Now we're looking at the Oakland Raiders. So last year in Oakland, next year we'll be saying the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we got Derek Carr, unproven, um, up and down. Went twelve and four two years ago before he got hurt. Um, Josh Jacobs, I think it's gonna be really good running back this year. It was time to move on from Marshawn Lynch. Antonio Brown, a little bit of a head case so far, but you can't take that away from his talent. Yeah. They signed Tyra Williams and JJ Nelson. They got Hunter Renfro in the draft. Their O line is strong. Their defense is the only thing that's a question. They have Cleveland Farrell. They signed Vontez Burfacit. Vontez Burfacit. All right. I just mistyped on my phone. Sorry. No, that was my bad. Um, Jamarcus, LaMarcus Joyner and Jonathan Abram. So they have a lot of young guys on that team, on the defense. Um, like you said, five, I don't see much improvement because of the elite AFC West. 5-11 and 11 I see for them. Derek Carr... Like you said, unproven. But you do have an Antonio Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the league. So that's definitely going to help them. Defense is a question. Mark? Yep. Um, I have them at 7-9 and nine this year. Um, I do take. I do see him taking a little bit of step. And Derek Carr is motivated because if he doesn't have a good year, they're going to go to Vegas without him. So they gotta find. they got to find their quarterback if he's not the one. Um, AB was a great pickup. A third and a fifth round pick, I think, was a steal for a player. And this is still the back end of his prime, but it's still his prime. Um, had three first round picks. They have two first round picks next year. I mean, obviously, that's of a cost of one of the best defensive players in the game, Cleo Mack. But Cleo Mack was going to leave for free after this year, anyways. So it was the price he had to pay. And. John Gruden as their coach. We'll see what happens. So the AFC North, looking at maybe one of the worst teams in football coming into this year, Cincinnati Bengals. They have Andy Dalton, who always seems to be under par in his performance. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Mixon, a young running back who I think is going to have a really good year. Um, A.J. Green already got hurt again. Uh, Travis Boyd, who I really like. Tyler Eifert. 
Tyler Boyd, let me fix it. Sorry. No, you're good. I want you to fix me on that stuff. Okay. I don't know if that... I no, 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 you're good. Place to no, you're good. I got it mixed up because for the Chargers, I said Travis Benjamin, and like I said Travis Boyd, yeah. like right after that. Okay. Um, and then Tyler Eifert, and then John Ross. So the O-line injured already again. The first-round pick, Jonah Williams, already out for the year. Um, defense, Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins have been carrying their defense for years. And Jesse Bates, the third, really came into light last, last year. So this seems to be an injury-prone offense with Eifert and A.J. Green. So I don't mm-hmm. really know how that's going to work this year. And Andy Dalton being unproven. I see this team being oh, probably the worst team in the NFL. Honestly, 4-12. I have them at 2-14. and 14. I really don't like them, man. Uh, I don't either. I don't... And the defense really brought them last year. Being ranked as one of the first, so... Not much going for them right now. And A.J. Green being hurt. Yeah. So... Um, so like the and they're another team that is trying to do the Rams Sean McVay... Um, theory. They went for Zach Taylor, the quarterback coach of the Rams, who's also really young. Um, I don't know if that's going to work for them like it did the Rams. So um, I think they need to move on. They should. Cincinnati. They they should tank for Tua next year and him or Trevor Lawrence in twenty twenty one. But um, Cincinnati sports isn't going well right now. Cincinnati's not. And not the Rams. That's not the same situation. Yeah. So now we have the Baltimore Ravens. They have Lamar Jackson now committed to be their uh, dynasty quarterback. We got Mark Ingram, but they also drafted Justice Hill. He's looked really good in preseason so far. They also have Gus Edwards, a couple other guys there. Um, their receiving option is Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts. The O-line is strong, and their defense, they did lose C.J. Mosley and Darius Smith, but they still have guys like Marlon Humphrey, Tony Jefferson, Earl Thomas, and Jimmy Smith. I have them at 7-9 and nine this year because I feel like they're one of those teams that ever since the whole Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed era ended, they just weren't, they just didn't have it anymore. But I do think that AFC North is wide open. Um, I see... I don't have a clear-cut favorite, in my opinion, yet for the Browns. Because the Browns have a really good roster, but they haven't played a game yet together. True. The Steelers did lose their best receiver and Le'Veon Bell, even though he didn't play last year. But so people think that could be a loss, but people think that could be a key in the locker room now, too, moving forward. And then the Ravens, um, they still have really good defense. They have more weapons around Lamar on both sides, running and passing. So my only problem with Lamar is if they fall behind in the game, I don't know if he's going to be able to pass upfield to get them like back into it. Good point. What do you think? About Anything to add? Um, this team I see going... Ah. Ten and six, I and so, yeah, ten and six. I don't see. I don't see a lot of drop off really, maybe from last year. And they won ten and six last year too, right? Most yes, 
Mosley gone, but like you said, Lamar Jackson has to develop as a passer. You can't just run and take off 20 times during a game. Yeah, RG3's first year went... It was incredible, but when teams game planned around yeah. the whole drop, like rollout, running up. So quick note, I learned something new with the Anchor podcast. After an hour, the recording completely shuts off, and I learned this midway through the segment. So at first I was nervous because I didn't know how much it cut off, but I realized it only cut off two teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. So a quick run-up on the two teams where our positions were. The Steelers, um, both of us thought that there wouldn't be too much of a drop-off from last season, even with the losses of Bell and Brown. We thought there should be a competitive team, and it's going to be a three-team race for the AFC North. And the second team is the Buffalo Bills. Um, both of us were kind of bullish on on them. Uh, I had them at 6-10, and 10, Ben had them at 7-9. But that's still fighting for the second place in the AFC East. So, yeah, that's just a quick run-up on those two teams. And we'll go back to the video with the Dolphins right now. Thank you. Week two game against the Patriots, which they have a tendency to do well at, at playing at home against New England. We saw last year the Miami Miracle. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Yeah. And a week one game against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Like I said, it's too hard to read Miami early in the season. You don't. You just don't know what team you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I. I don't really know how it's gonna go. They have a new coach. Um. Josh Rosen, I think, is motivated, so that could be good for him. Um. They just Ryan Fitzpatrick is the current leader in the quarterback race, but like I like Josh Rosen, probably. If they wanna, if they wanna start building, I think they. Sh- <coughs> like building wise, yes, Josh Rosen is. Fitzpatrick obviously didn't do too bad for Tampa last year, but it won't be. He's not a playoff quarterback, but neither is Rosen right now. No. Um. But in the AFC East, the second place is for the taking. Yes. Now we're down to the New York Jets. Um, the New York Jets and the Patriots are still to be talked about. But now the New York Jets, so Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell. I don't really like it. They did get Jamie, Jameson Crowder, um, Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anuma, Anuma. Um Their O-line has improved, but not there yet. Their defense, Leonard Williams, Quentin Williams, C.J. Mosley, Jamal Adams, and Tremaine Johnson. What do you have for them this year? I see this team being seven and nine, but Sam Darnold obviously is. Yeah, I think yeah, I feel like he's gonna be one of those that's gonna take a good sophomore year jump. Um. I think the Jets were all set in stone trying to get Darnold. Um, without the, knowing what the Browns are gonna do at one last year. Um, taking Baker made their decision easier, so they didn't have to choose between the two because they were high on both. Oh, Baker's going to be better, of course, but I think Darnold is a good consolation prize. I, I do like how he's looking in preseason so far. Um, moving forward, I have him at 6-10, and 10, um, right neck and neck with the Bills. Um, now to the New England Patriots, um, Super Bowl champs from last year. Yep. Tom Brady's still kicking it. 
um, Sony Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead. And you could also say um, Damian Harris, who just drafted. So they have, they have one of the best running back rooms. Like Not like saying like top, as in like they have one like really good player and then a lot of decent players, but mixed that, talent-wise, exactly. they have James White as their pass catcher, Sony Michelle as their long field, Rex Burkhead as their goal line presence. Yeah. So they have a lot of weapons and... If you're a fantasy fan, that's why you don't take any Patriots running backs. Unless your PPR, James White, is okay. But early-wise, you don't want to rely on any Patriots threats on the running back because they just use them all mm. in every given game. Um, well, Shane Michelle, I think, should be a workhorse, but you never know what Belichick's going to do. Yeah. Um, you saw what he did last year yeah. with the Rams. That's, in my opinion, Belichick is the best coach in the NFL. Yeah, me too. Like I, I said this a few days ago, across the board, Rams and Chiefs, better talent, and yet the Patriots beat them both because of coaching. Mm-hmm. So, it just goes to say, Belichick is the class of the NFL in terms of coaching. Yeah, I mean, bringing on my team, <laughs> he coached his team to a 25-point comeback yeah. in the Super Bowl. I mean, clearly... And bringing up that, too, Atlanta was... Yeah, we were right there. Yeah, they had the better... Defensive breakdown. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> In my thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I have my 12 and, 12 and 4 this year. Their defense, they also have... Um, they also got Demaryius Thomas. He's also starting to work out more um, from injury. Um, they did get Michael Bennett on the defense. They still have Hightower, both McCordy's and Stephon Gilmore. So I have my 12 and 4 this year. Um, AFC South, Indianapolis Colts. Um, took a really big stride this past year. Um, little concerns about Andrew Luck's health in preseason. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. A lot of injury problems in the past. Um, I really like Andrew. Um, I hope it works out. Maybe they're just being precautionary. I don't know. Um, he's not even practicing at all, though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he said possibly until week one. Yeah. So, I mean, or they, week one possibly in doubt for him. Yeah. So, I don't know. They do have one of the better half. Um, Jacoby Brissett was serviceable in there for them, but he's no Andrew Luck by no. any means. The running back, they have Marlon Mack, Naeem Himes, and they got Deontay Foreman um, from the Texans off waivers. Um, wide receiver tight end, they have T.Y. Heldon, Eric Ebron, a red zone machine last year. Devin Funches signed. They drafted Paris Campbell, a speedy dude, and they still have Jack Doyle back there. Their O-line with Quentin Nelson and a couple other players around, really good now. Um, their defense, defensive, uh, defensive rookie of the year, Darius Leonard. They have signed Justin Houston, Jabal Sheard, and Malik Hooker there too. So I have them at ten and six. I think I don't really see like overall like too much of an improvement on the team where they're gonna like be like anything like a thirteen and three, twelve and four. But I still see them sitting around the nine to seven, eleven to five range. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have them at ten and six as well. Mm-hmm. And that's. With Andrew Luck playing. So that's. Yeah. We'll so see we don't how know. Goes. If Luck does not play mm-hmm. a couple games here and there, then 
What is that record gonna look like? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so too many unknowns right Yeah, now. That, that's the whole... I feel like every team, there's so many unknowns that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Um, But honestly, quarterback is the most um, hazardous. Like, we, like we, right now, I think we can say Rams, Saints, Chiefs, Patriots, going to be good. Yeah. Every, everyone else, we don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like right now, I think. Yeah, a lot of them I games. agree. I mean, you can go and back we, and, and we can say the Cardinals won't be good. Yeah, so. you can go back and forth on like anything. Like, yeah. like I wouldn't hate you if you looked at a team, like um, or just talk about the Jaguars since we're they're on next. I wouldn't hate you if a Nick Foles upgrade over Bortles and their defense um still one of the best in the league. If you have them at eleven and five or ten and six, because I can see it. They just have one down year. They. Made it to the AFC um, title. Yeah, two years ago. Um, and I wouldn't hate you if you said that Nick Foles, of course, I like, guess on the top quarterback in the league, they still won't have enough um, and be like a 7-9 team or something yeah. like that. So what side do you think they're going to be? I had the team at 7-9, and, and that is because Nick Foles doesn't seem to have consistency during the regular season. Mm-hmm. He... He kind of turn, turns it on in a playoff, like, week 14 on. So, mm-hmm. I don't see, I mean, unless he can prove to me he can develop throughout the whole season. I don't, I see this team being 7-9 and nine right now. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, if he can develop, I guess. And, if he and, fits well in the system. Um, if I think another big thing comes down to is Fournette's health. Yeah. Um, the year that they made it to the AFC title game, um, he was a stud. No one could stop him. And yeah. that's even knowing that they are going to hand it off to him on first and second down. Uh-huh. So um, it's going to come down to him because, I mean, their they're threats, Westbrook, Lee, DJ Chark, Chris Conley, they're all a bunch of – they're all like three to four wide receivers. A bunch of role like, players. I don't – Yeah. there's nine number – they don't have anything close to, like, a top 10 wide receiver in the league. Yeah. And, but saying that, they don't even have someone like like um, a Devin Funches either. Like, I would take Devin Funches over all of them. Me too. Um, and he's going to be the third option in the passing game for the Colts. So that's another yeah. big thing to look at. Um, the Houston Texans. And I think, you know, Eric Ebron, he could be a... He could be a possible breakout for the Colts. Yeah, he bro- really broke out last yeah. year after the Lions let him go. And uh, I had him on my fantasy team last year. Yeah, me too. It was nice. <laughs> and he he was decent, so mm-hmm. watch out for Eric Ebron if you're a, if you're a Colts team. fan. Watch out. Eric Ebron could be a stud yeah. in fantasy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so the Houston Texans up next. Uh, this is finishing up. We have two more teams left, and then we'll talk about our playoffs, the thing we've been waiting for. So we have Deshaun Watson, can't take away from his talent. And then you have Lamar Miller, and they also got Duke Johnson Jr. in the past game. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, top one of the best wide receivers in the league. Will Fuller and um, Kiki. Kuti. Kiki Kuti. So um, 
Not very good. <laughs> um, so the O-line, the word I put for them is yikes. Um, that's always been a problem. Yep. Um, defense, of course, J.J. Watt, the clowny situation. I don't know what's going to happen. I've heard a lot of trade rumors lately. Um, they have Justin Reed, and they signed Bradley Roby this offseason. I have them at 8-8 eight and eight right now. Um, and that's just because I think teams like the Colts and Jags are going to be ahead of them, in my opinion, this year. Um, I have this team at 11-5 and five right now, and that's because I feel like this team doesn't have a lot of questions going into the season. I feel like right now there's a lot of unknowns with the Colts, with Andrew Luck, and I feel like a lot of unknowns with the Jaguars. So a lot of Texans being my division winners just because they don't have a lot of question marks mm-hmm. surrounding the quarterback position. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Let's go into our last team, the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota, another player that's really come to light as people thought yet. Derrick Henry really had a great year last year. Um, Corey Davis, Delaney Walker, and Adam Humphreys. Um, our targets, the O line is a little interesting. Um, Taylor Lewan, yeah, first four games. Yep. Um, another one who came out and said, "I know what I put in my body. I would never," but obviously he did. <laughs> um, another defense, they do have good players. Jarrell Casey, they signed Cameron Wake after Arakpo retired. Rashawn Evans was drafted in the first round last year. Um, they got Malcolm Butler. Um, Logan Ryan and Kevin Biard. So, um, I think all four of these teams in the in the South are decent. So, yes. like all four of these teams, like these divisional games, will be fun to watch. Yeah, so they will be. So I have them at seven and nine right now, and that's just because they've. I just they've been in the light, um, and from the division, and they couldn't get the job done. So I'm. I feel more confident putting another team ahead of them, like right now, other teams ahead of them. Uh, I have them at eight and eight, eight and eight right now. I, I see them as being average, mm-hmm. unless Marcus Mariota takes a good step. Yeah, and they also trade for Ryan Tannehill, so the Tannehill, so they do have a good backup if something, if something happens. I'm not saying he's a good starter, but he's. I'm not saying Nick Foles would be a good starter every day either. So maybe if he can fill in and throw game plans off midseason if something were to happen. So So what are your one through six in the AFC? AFC, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, number one. I have the uh, Patriots at two. The two seed, I have the Texans at the three. I have the Steelers at four, Chargers five, and I have the Colts at six. All right, so let me see that real quick again. So Chiefs, Pats, Texans, Steelers. All right, so I have the Chargers one, the Patriots two. Um, I have the Browns three, the Jags four. Chiefs five and the Colts six. So pretty much the same thing, just like maybe different teams sprinkled in there. True. Um so all the teams you just mentioned can make a run. Yeah. Like Cleveland if if they can, like if they're able to gel. If it comes down to personal opinion, right now I just love them. 
Um, but I also argue with myself on it because um, this, like, this list was honestly so hard to make because I don't know, like, I, like, argue against myself on yeah, I mean, what if this team doesn't happen, so. It's hard. I just, like, went with my first, like, write down on it, and I didn't even look at it again. I didn't want to second-guess myself, so. Um, see me week nine, and I'll make another list. <laughs> Like, and what you just said, see me week nine, and I'll probably have another opinion. Yeah. So now we'll go through um, the wild card round. Yes. Um, so my matchups for it, I have the Vikings at the Saints, and I have the Falcons at the Packers for the NFC. And then the AFC, I have the Colts at the Browns, and the Chiefs at the Jaguars. Okay. So I have the Saints beating the Vikings. I have the Falcons beating the Packers. I have the Browns beating the Colts, and I have the Chiefs beating the Jaguars. What are your wild card matchups? Um, so for the AFC, I I took a more conservative route, I guess. I have the Colts beating the Texans, and then I have the Chargers beating the Steelers. Okay. What about the NFC? The NFC, I have the Falcons beating the Bears, and then I have the Cowboys beating the Seahawks. Did the Falcons-Bears game come down to a missed kick by the Bears? No. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be close, yeah. but no. Yeah. All right, so that means um, since I had the Saints, Falcons, Browns, and Chiefs moved on. My oh, defi- so, yeah, that means the Falcons will be at the one seed L.A. Rams and the Seahawks, uh, the Cowboys will play at the Saints. All right, so we're down to the um, so we're down to the divisional round now. Yeah. Um, I have the Falcons at the Eagles and the Saints at the Rams. The Chiefs at the Chargers and the Browns at the Patriots. I like these four matchups. Um, Falcons, of course, ruined like their ruined their season when the Eagles won the t- whole thing. And this is my round of the comebacks. And I have the Falcons finally getting their revenge against the Eagles and moving on to the the conference championship. Okay, I mean, and I, I can see that. I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit biased, but. Why not? It's for fun. And then I have the Saints getting their revenge. I mean, we're not paid to do this. Yeah, exactly. So we can say what's really <laughs> Yeah, the whole point of the whole podcast is just because it's fun yeah. <laughs> to make. I, mean, I don't care how many views it gets. It's just fun to make. Yeah, I mean, we could say Jets and whoever. Cardinals. Yeah, Jets and Cardinals. All right, so then my other um, NFC, I have the Saints finally getting their revenge against the Rams going into L.A. and winning... Um, Saints and Falcons, I love Saints, Falcons, and then Chiefs and Chargers. I, I say it's the Chargers' turn this year to play the Pats. So I have the Chargers and the Patriots in the AFC matchup. Oh, dude. Uh, I already, I already know where this is going. Go no, ahead. you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I already know the Super Bowl matchup. The exact opposite. So, what's your um, divisional round setup? Um, for the AFC, I have. Did I already say AFC or no? Um, no, you haven't done either yet. Okay. So, the AFC, I have the Chiefs beating the Chargers, 
have the Patriots beating the Texans. There you go. So Chiefs Pats rematch. Yeah. I would like to see that. And hopefully the Chiefs will win that one. If I if I had to root for one, I'll root for the Chiefs. Yes. What about your NFC? Uh, NFC I have the I have the Saints beating the Cowboys and I have the Rams beating the Falcons. All right, so we're down to the same four teams as last year. Okay. So, who? What's your super? What's your Super Bowl matchup? Drum roll. So I have the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Patriots, and I have the L.A. Rams beating the Saints again. All right. So since you know, since you apparently know what my Super Bowl is, can you tell me what my Super Bowl is? I'm going to go with Atlanta and the Chargers. I'm going with the Saints and the Chargers. Ooh. Just because um, I do I do like Atlanta against the Saints in a game in the regular season, but I just can't bet against Drew Brees, against Matt Ryan, especially if it's in New Orleans. If it's in Atlanta, I might have to go with Atlanta. But yeah. I did take, after not making the playoffs, I did make my team go to the conference championship. So, I mean, I'm going to root for them to beat the Saints. But for for right now, I'll put the Saints above the Falcons. I, I, I could see that, too. Mm-hmm. So, I got the Saints and the Chargers and my Super Bowl winner, drum roll. Chargers. Ooh. <laughs> I have Philip Rivers getting his first ring to join with his big family. <laughs> and Liam Harris is going to love that. There you go, Liam. That one's for you. So who do you have winning your Super Bowl? I have the L.A. Rams winning. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, the Rams and Chargers are our two teams. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that'll be it. That will conclude this podcast. Um, thank you for listening, and thanks to Ben for joining us. We we'll definitely have you soon again. This was fun. So thanks. Thank you for tuning in to our latest Truth Hurts podcast. You can listen to us anywhere. Search The Truth Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and so much more. Stay up to date all sports through our anchor site, along with our Twitter account, at TruthHurts underscore pod. Have a great day, but remember, sometimes the truth does in fact hurt.